Welcome in everyone. This is Fantasy Football with Trayvon Banks. I'm your host, Trayvon Banks, and we are going to start this week 12? Week 12 off with a fantasy recap. I took a break over the holidays. I hope you guys did the same. And so we're going to catch up on all of last week's matchups. So we're going to start off with my matchup against Abdul, or a.k.a. Newton's Law. And, you know, I wasn't scared at all about this matchup, but, you know, it is what it is. You know, and so as we look at it, you know, I'm I'm upset. You know, the first thing we got to talk about is big homie Will Fuller. Now, Will Fuller had his best performance of the season by far. He has six receptions, 171 yards, and two, count them, two touchdowns. And then, like, towards the end of, I guess, this week, was it Monday, maybe? Maybe Tuesday, homie got busted. I I knew, I, I wanted to believe that, you know, Fuller could finally get a full season in without being injured, but, I mean, I guess it was it was too good to be true because he, he got busted, you know, he, he got suspended. He got the band hammer hit on him for six games, and so he, he's out. And I, I'm really upset, man. I'm I'm really upset. I, w- I had a chance. You know, my chances were very great. I had Fuller. I had McLaurin. I had Diggs. Like, I had a good receiving squad and a full PPR. And and he... <sighs> just moment of silence. Mom- moment of silence for the big homie Fuller. I, I know... He doesn't affect anybody except me, but, like, he's definitely come a long way, you know, from being in DeAndre Hopkins' shadow and to always being injured. Like, homie was always injured, and so he always had this mentality of being a boom-and-bust player from everybody, you know? Like, this was the first season where he was the de facto receiver one for uh, DeAndre Hopkins and the Houston Texans, and now homie is gone. And so I'm, I'm hurt. You know, he definitely throws a wrench in my chances of winning the chip. But, you know, let's go on to the other people. Let's go on to the other people. You know, I had uh, the horriblest flop of all time. You know, I have one bye week. No, I even have a bye week. Uh, Lamar Jackson got COVID, so he had to sit out. And so I was like, let me get Derek Carr. You know, I was like, he's going against the Los Atlanta. You know, they've been trash. You know, he, he can't do, he can't do horrible, you know, no, he, he gives me two, tw- mm, ah, mm, 22 for 34, 215, no touchdowns, one interceptions, not one, not two, but three fumbles, and I'm just like, yo, I, I would have been better off if I would just took the L with nobody at the QB position, but... You live and you learn, you know, I, I definitely, definitely still won, so I'm glad, you know, shout out to the, uh, to Will Fuller for that, you know, may he rest in peace, uh, but, you know, nonetheless, you know, and Abdul, I mean, I, I think he gave up playing, I'm not sure, you know, he not only had DJ Chark, who had a goose egg, he was ruled out right before the, the game started, he had Jared Cook, who, you know, zero for zero no he had two receptions two targets and he didn't do anything with them and then you know 
his his team just didn't show up. You know, uh, Antonio Brown had three or two for eleven yards. Leonard Fournette was three for ten and three receptions for ten yards. Uh, even Hopkins, he had you know five for fifty-five. And his his team just didn't show up, you know. And I just really thank God, you know, that uh, Jonathan Taylor got COVID. So you know, hi, hi, uh, Naeem Hines was able to slip in there with a nice little uh, ten for twenty-nine and eight receptions for sixty-six yards. Like yo, like why can't they just stick with Naeem Hines? Like I know Jonathan Taylor, he's the rookie, he's the great, you know. But just let Naeem Hines shine. Like homie ain't had his time to shine. You know, but I think I've talked a little bit too much about this, like, uh, this this matchup. You know, Rams, they came through. They got me uh, 18 points. You know, one interception, 17 points allowed, two sacks, three fumble recoveries, two fumble receptions, and a pick six. You know, they out here. I got him, them, and the Chiefs for my playoff run. You know, so that gives me a little bit of hope. And, you know, uh, let's, 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 let's move on to the, to the next matchup. Next matchup, we have Louis V versus Spencer, and this was definitely a back and forth where for the longest time, uh, Louis V was expected to win. You know, he definitely had a good showing. I don't know why he started Aaron Rodgers over Patrick Mahomes, but still, nonetheless, he was only five points short from that decision. You know, A.J. Brown went off. He had four receptions for 98 yards and looks like he had one receiving touchdown and one running touchdown or one throwing touchdown I didn't see the highlights for that game to be honest so uh, I wouldn't be able to tell you but he has two touchdowns and they're not on the same column if that makes sense and then Michael Thomas seems to have taken a decline with since uh, Drew Brees is no longer in there he pulled in one carry for one yard, and then he had uh, four receptions for 50 yards from six targets. But uh, Robert Tunyon, he also had five or five, 67 yards and one touchdown. And then Amari Cooper, Cowboys are, are looking looking a little decent, you know, at least with Andy Dalton back in uh, action. The, uh, the, their previous game with Washington was, was piss poor to say the least, but... At least Amari Cooper, you know, got his points in. You know, he had six receptions from eight targets, 111, 112 yards and one touchdown. And, you know, but Spencer, he, he, hang, he hung, hang, he hang, he was blow for blow with him. You know, Brady dropped 27 for 41, 345 and three touchdowns, two interceptions and then one yard, one carry for negative one yards. And then Chubb, Chubb is back, man. I, I'm a little bit sad that I, I traded him. Actually, no, I'm not. Terry McLaurin and Stephon Diggs have definitely saved my uh, my team. I don't know what I would have done without them. But nonetheless, I always go running back heavy. And, you know, definitely has bitten me in the ass that I traded him, uh, traded him away. But it's good to see that he's back in the full form. I fully endorsed Nick Chubb going into the season. And so it's good to see that he's finally back. Uh, in full form, you know, he did 19 for 144 yards, he had one touchdown because of that, and he had three receptions for 33 yards in the passing game, uh, you know, it didn't help Spencer that Darius Slayton had a goose egg from two targets, 
but Mike Evans, he did three receptions from nine targets, two touchdowns equaling 50 yards. And then he had DJ Metcalf, 10 targets for 177 yards. Like, yo. Yo. And then, you know, the Saints defense showed up as they destroyed the Denver Broncos. He had, they had two interceptions, allowed three points. They had one sack and one fumble recovery. And so, um, yeah, I think, who was what was the last game? Oh, I think, was it? I think it was DJ. Yeah, I think it was DJ Metcalf. You know, they had, no, 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 it was the Pittsburgh game. That was the last one on Tuesday. And, uh. Eric Ebron looked to have it together. You know, he had 11 targets, and he caught seven of those for 54 yards, and that was that was enough to get the job done for, uh, what, six, seven? No, eight-point win. You know, and so he definitely is uh, fighting tail for tooth or tooth for nail for this playoff spot, you know, and so now we're going to move on to the next playoff or no, the next matchup. Alrighty, and so the next matchup we have Derek, Why Always Me, versus Leo, and you know this was definitely uh, a loss that Derek needed to take for my personal interest. You know, Derek was definitely uh, coming back from uh, his his playoff run. You know, he needed to win out. You know, and after he beat me last week, you know. He he definitely had a, a glimmer, a wee smidget, a crumble, a twinkle in somebody's eye of 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 getting the playoff spot, you know, at the expense of probably me or Spencer. But, you know, he he um he nope, nope. DeAndre Swift definitely uh gave him that L and as a result, you know, he's out the playoffs more likely. But we shall see. You know, we'll have to talk about that later in the segments for Enter the Playoffs. But uh, reading off the top, we had DeAndre or Deshaun. We had Deshaun Watson. I don't know why I thought it was DeAndre Watson. We had Deshaun Watson, who who had a, a beautiful game. You know, 17 for 25, 318, four touchdowns. Then he got one two-point conversion converted and they he ran the ball eight times for 24 yards and you know he, he did a phenomenal job against Detroit on Thanksgiving you know and a lot of that was contributed to the awesomeness of Will Fuller but nonetheless you know um Alvin Kamara uh he he flopped he definitely flopped I'm not sure why I guess because of Taysom Mill being the running quarterback that was for the Saints, you know, they decided not to throw the ball to him, and they let Latarius Murray, you know, be the uh, the main ball carrier. And so as a result, you know, he had 11 carries for 54 yards, and he had one reception for negative two yards, which is definitely concerning considering he is he he's the goat when it comes to receiving receptions and so even for two targets only two targets like if the if Drew Brees was in there that'd be like 12 but you know with Taysom Hill they're definitely uh running and Latavius Murray seems to be the better running back in adjacent to Taysom Hill as well considering he's also a running quarterback 
And so, you know, uh, with that, with DeAndre Swift getting out, still being ruled out because of the cushion, uh, concussion, Brian Hill got thrown into Derek's lineup and produced uh, 13 carries for 55 yards. Uh, but other than that, looking at... Oh, and then he tried to take advantage of the uh, the QB hack, you know, because of COVID, you know, hashtag COVID things uh, out in Denver. They, they didn't have a quarterback, you know, and so literally all their quarterbacks got COVID, and so they couldn't play. And so uh, Kendall Hinton was the designated quarterback. And so, you know, you would think, okay, you know, maybe he can get uh, some type of reduction, you know, because with the with this with this being last minute, he was technically a receiver. And so that was pretty much a glitch, I guess, where you can, he had a quarterback at the receiver position. I think he threw him in the flex. And he was like, yeah, what's the worst thing that happened? Bad decision. Bad decision at all, but, you know, I, I see why he did it. You know, I, I definitely thought about it a couple times before he snagged him off the waiver wire. And so Hinton had one completion out of nine, and that equaled 13 yards. And somehow out of those nine, or out of those nine throws, he had two interceptions, and then he carried the ball twice for for seven yards so um yeah good try good try but uh you know then robert woods he went off he had one carry for eight yards and then he had seven targets seven receptions for 80 yards from 12 targets you know but good old leo leo came through you know his team definitely delivered the crushing blow you know James Robinson has been phenomenal, you know, when you combine that with Dalvin Cook, who he didn't even blow up this week, this past week, you know, he, he's definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with, but uh, let, let's hope he, his receiving core can stay consistent, and so James Robinson had 22 carries for 128 yards and one touchdown, and then he had five receptions for 31 yards, and then good old Dalvin Cook, um, he, he didn't do much. He didn't do much. He had 18 carries for 61 yards. And then he had four for four, equaling 21 yards and a fumble on top of that. You know, and looking at the rest of his roster, Tyler Lockett didn't do anything. You know, he came up because if it was a uh, Russell decided to have a DJ Metcalf day instead of a Tyler Lockett day. And so he got three receptions for 23 yards. You know, but Mark or Evan Egram actually looked good. I think this is the best game of the season, to be honest. With I don't know who his quarterback was, because I think it was David Jones. That David Daniel Daniel Jones. But I think he got injured that week, last week, or maybe the week before. So I don't know. No, it was Cole McCoy. It was Cole McCoy uh, in at quarterback for the New York Giants, and that made uh, Evan Ingram have his best game. He had six receptions from nine targets, and that was 129 yards. Uh, he fumbled once and got a tackle. And so I did not see the highlights of that game, but, um, yeah, I, I think, I don't know why he's, mm, yeah, yeah, I think that Steelers defense showed up. You know, that's to be expected considering 
Lamar Jackson was not in, and so they put up uh, one interception, allowed 14 points and three sacks, one fumble recovery, and one touchdown. And so now that Derek is out of the playoffs, no, I think he still has a chance. Uh, I don't know what the stipulations are for him to get in, but we'll talk about those later and then uh, enter the playoff, enter the hunt uh, segment. And so moving on to the next matchup from last week. And then the next matchup we have is Nick Garrison versus the real deal Ayo. I still don't know his real name, but you know, somehow, some way, he's in the hunt also for the playoffs. Like I don't think he's spent a single bit of fab. I don't think he's seen a single word in the chat. Like, but homie's still finna somehow possibly make this playoffs. But, you know, Anyway, uh, he he handed an L to Nick this past week, who has uh, just recently secured the fourth seed with uh, this past week. And so uh, let's let's talk about the real deal. Ayo's team, you know, who had Tyreek Cheetah Hill. Like yo, he he dropped thirteen for two sixty nine and three touchdowns. From 15 targets, like I um yo like this this definitely beat out Tyler Lockett's performance. I don't even know what his stats were, but definitely the best um performance probably at any position this whole season. And like watching the game, like yo like homie had 200 receptions like before the end of the first quarter. I know definitely before the half he had 200, and it's just insane like it's good to see that he's healthy you know let's hope let's hope that it doesn't come out that he's doing steroids also but like he's finally you know the the key cog like with him and with him and uh travis like i don't see why i don't see why they don't two-peat like i really don't see why they don't two-peat for this for the chip like, if I had to predict, it'd probably be Chiefs and maybe Seahawks, you know? But even them, like, they, they not looking too good. And so, um, yeah, so he did that. He, he definitely did that, you know, despite having Jonah Smith do uh, zero points. You know, he didn't change his roster because he got ruled out before the game began. But he was like, nah, Tyreek gonna carry me. And so, yeah, had, uh... Debo Samuel, who had 11 receptions for 133 yards and one tackle from 13 targets. And then he had, I mean, nobody else. Like, I mean, Kyler got got uh, got destroyed by, oh, he didn't get destroyed. He got contained by the, the New England Patriots uh, and only did... 20, 23 for 34, 170, and one interception. And then he had five carries for 31 yards. And so, yeah, you know, but moving on to the next team, um, Duke Johnson did some things against Detroit, you know, but then again, they got blown out. So it really, it's really just burn, run the clock out type things. You know, he had nine carries for 37 yards. He had three receptions for 43 and a touchdown. And then, you know, Keenan Island definitely been super consistent with uh, 
Justin Herbert, you know, he had four receptions for, from 10 targets, 40 yards and one touchdown, and then he had a one completed or converted two-point. Uh, you know, Mark Ingram got ruled out, or Mark Andrews got ruled out way, way before the Tuesday game, and somehow Nick kept him in, you know, between him and the real deal, A.O., it's, it's baffling. You know, like, I, I I don't think Nick checks it once a week. I mean, I don't even know when the real deal AO checks his roster. It's just, he just happened to have players in, you know. But definitely, um, we'll see how that will be if he uh, straightens up for the playoffs. But, you know, Nick also had Austin Eckler back, you know. Uh, he, and he did, he did, he did that, you know. He had... Come back for 14 carries for 44 yards, but you know he he definitely has not been known for running, you know because he is the passing back and you know he produced a grand total of 11 receptions off the 16 targets for 85 yards. Like like bruh, like yo, like insane, insane. And then you know. David Montgomery did some things, you know, against Green Bay, 11 for 103. He had five receptions for 40 yards and a touchdown. And so, you know, it definitely will be interesting to see uh, if Nick's um, once-a-week checking-in strategy will work going into the playoffs, but we shall see. And then for the real deal, Ayo, um, whoever you are, sir, I, I commend you for, for your stealth plays. And so we're going to go into the final set of matchups. And so the final matchup of this or this past week was Ian versus MMA Rob. You know, this was definitely an uh, interesting game to say the least. Both teams, you know, fought hard, you know, but eventually Ian, you know, got the dub and, you know, Let's let's talk about it. So you know, uh, Christmas Thanksgiving game we had Antonio Gibson do a massive 20 carries for 115 yards, three touchdowns, and then he had five receptions for 21 yards from seven targets. And so, you know, Calvin Ridley also did six for nine, or no, he had six receptions for 50 yards and one touchdown from nine targets. And then we had good old Travis Kelsey. Do eight for eight, perfect, perfect, perfect uh, receptions and completions for 82 yards. And then we had good old Allen Robertson, who did eight for 13, eight completions for 74 yards and two touchdowns from 13 completion or targets. And then we had Justin Jefferson, who had the same amount of targets but one less completion and literally the same nope 70 compared to 74 and he had the same amount of touchdowns two of them and so you know also the giants defense stepped up you know they had a little sum sum against cincinnati for one reception 17 points allowed two sacks two forced fumbles and two fumble recoveries you know but rob mma definitely hung in there until the very last minute, you know, we had Derek Yeti Henry, you know, who dropped a massive 27 for 178, three touchdowns. And then he had two completions from four targets for seven yards. 
you know, and then in a game where Big Ben should have blew out the Baltimore Ravens, you know, he did, he did aight, you know, he had 36 for 51, 266, one touchdown, and then one interception, and then he ran for uh, negative one yards, and then, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, um, TJ Hawkinson, he did some things, you know, five receptions for 89 yards from eight targets, and... Yeah, I mean, I guess the Dolphins' defense, you know, definitely contributed to him winning or staying in the fight. He didn't win. Uh, two interceptions, three points, three sacks. And so, um, uh, yeah, there's, there's not much to say. I mean, Devontae Adams, you know, he had six receptions for 61 yards and one touchdown from nine targets. Uh, he didn't start Ronald Jones, which I definitely would have chose Ronald Jones over, uh, Leonard Chenault. Leviscus, Leviska, Leviscus Chenault. I don't know if he, he probably sounds like Nigerian or something. That's definitely not an American black name. But, uh, nonetheless, nonetheless, um, it was a good fight that Rob put up. And so, that's going to conclude this week's past matchups and so now we're going to get into this next week's predictions and then we're going to end with enter into the hunt and so starting out with the first matchup for week 13 we have myself versus spencer and an interesting playoff deciding matchup one of us will be in one of us will be out and so this is definitely an interesting and pivotal matchup for both of us as, you know, we are definitely in the hunt with Derek and the Real Deal AO. And so luckily for me, I, I didn't plan this, you know, but even though I'm commish, I, I didn't plan this, but it worked out this way that Tom Brady and Christian K McCaffrey are on by. And then... James Conner is also on COVID, and then Mike Evans is also on by. So um, Spencer is a little bit scrambled trying to uh, find somebody to plug these holes, you know, because it definitely would have been scary to play Nick Chubb, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Metcalf, and Tom Brady all at the same damn time. But, you know, fate would have it. You know, it wasn't that. So at the moment, he got, you know, Le'Veon Bell, DJ, uh, DJ? Denzel Mims. I don't know why I just keep any DIC. I just assume DJ. Uh, so we, we definitely will, shall see how that fares. I'm already projected to win with a 64% average. You know, uh, hopefully Lamar Jackson can, can be cleared for COVID, you know, so he can, uh, destroy... The boys, you know, I love them. They, they my team, but, like, I, I need him to go in. I need him to go absolutely nuclear against Dallas on Tuesday. So, hopefully, that's a thing and I don't have to substitute somebody out. But, you know, hopefully, Zeke can come back and, and give me something, man. Give me something. Like, you were my pick, dude. Like, you were number two. I, I need something. Like, I, I wanted to cry. I, I almost threw up my Thanksgiving food as I watched you play last week, man. It's just, I, I got to keep going back to you. Like, you, you, your greatness is in there, man. Like, I, I know I know, Dak is out. 
I know I know we had lost like half all of our all of our good linemen, but like I believe in you, Zeke. I believe and I need you to take my belief and produce it into fantasy points. And then big homie David Johnson's finally back. You know, thank thank Jesus. You know, I've definitely been weak at the running back position, so hopefully he can do some things against uh, the Colts. And then <sighs> I had to find somebody to plug after um, losing Fuller. So luckily I, I scooped Akers, I scooped Brendan Perryman, I scooped Marvin Jones. But so far I have uh, Naeem Hines and Damian Harris at, at the position. So, um, you know, looking at it non-biasedly, of course, you know, I think I'm going to win. You know, that's that's just me. I'm going to give that prediction, you know. But had he not had all those people on by, I definitely would, would be a little bit scared, a little bit concerned. But, you know, nonetheless, I have me winning this matchup. And so moving on to the next set of matchups for this week. And so the next set of matchups, we have Louis V versus Derek Y, always me. And at the moment, the line is set 82% chance in favor of Derek compared to 18 for Louis V and as we look at Louis V's roster um he still hasn't switched in Patrick Mahomes who's going against Denver so that should be a um another league winning game but you know we'll see if he actually starts or switches him out you know Rodgers is going against Philly you know I don't know it's seeing they're red so I don't know what the what their standing is uh, against quarterbacks, but they seem to be a little bit difficult. But, you know, Rodgers is Rodgers. And then, you know, he has Aaron Jones, Melvin Gordon, you know, and so Melvin Gordon should get a lot of the carry load because um, Philip Lindsay is still injured. He hasn't been practicing throughout the week. So if he is out, then that means more carries for Melvin Gordon. Uh, he still has Buccaneers defense plugged in who is on by so we shall see you know I might have to step in but nonetheless uh is not too crucial you know looking at Derek's roster he has Deshaun Watson going against Indianapolis and so after a massive game hopefully he can still uh still has the juice you know despite not having Will Fuller we're gonna find out who's gonna step up in place of uh Will Fuller not being there and then he has Alvin Kamara once again. Hopefully he can redeem himself from last week. And then he was able to snag Devontae Booker after um, recently today or yesterday, I believe. Uh, it showed that Josh Jacob was going to be out his ankle, I believe. And so that was definitely a good thing for him considering also that DeAndre Swift got claimed or ruled out for next week as, uh, as well. You know, he's definitely dealing with his concussion and he's still recovering from it, and so it's not looking too good. Hopefully he's all right. You know, concussions, concussions are definitely serious, so I hope he really can heal up from that. You know, and at the moment, looking at his roster, uh, he was able to secure Miles Gaskin, who's going against Cincinnati, and then um, he was able to hang on to J.K. Dobbins, and he snagged T. Higgins, and so... um. Yeah, yeah, this looks like a decent roster setup, you know, definitely agree with the predictions. Um, 
I definitely wouldn't put Miles Gaskin in. I'd probably switch him out for J.K. Dobbins, you know, because of the matchup. But, you know, hey, everything else looks pretty good. I agree with the predictions. And so I predict Derek's going to win that. Moving on to the next one. And so the next matchup we have Abdul, a.k.a. Newton Law versus MMA Rob, a.k.a. Rob. And so the projection right now is 88% in favor of Rob, of course. And so looking at Rob's roster, you know, Julio looks to be back in it. He's he's definitely trending in the right direction to go against New Orleans. And so with him and uh, his Devontae Adams combo, it, it, it definitely automatically favors him. You know, but we're going we gonna to see if, if these projections actually pace out. You know, at the moment, DJ Chark is still in his roster, or still in his uh, his starting lineup, who's projected to play. Um, he he swapped in Des Bryant in his flex over, I mean, I guess because half of his squad's on by, and he still has Dallas Goddard and Jordan Wilkins, who are pretty much uh, non-relevant at this point, but, you know, he... I think definitely that's the best option he has at the moment. I certainly wouldn't do that. But, you know, Derek Abdul has definitely been um, Houdini when it comes to... No, not even Houdini. <laughs> Houdini. Not even Houdini. Uh, I don't know. What was somebody that can predict the future? Um, Amuse? Uh, dang, I can't even think of any superhero that can predict the future. Um, a fortune teller? Uh, yeah, let's go with fortune teller. That he's been fortune teller-esque with his, uh, his, um, beliefs in people. And so he's definitely getting hit hard with the bi-week bug. And so, you know, um, I, 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 I don't know if he's gonna pick up anybody, but, you know, um... Yeah, let's let's move on to uh, Rob's lineup. You know, definitely the Adams Jones combo. Definitely a signature, uh, signature um, stack that he's had since the horrible, horrible uh, trade he made with Leo. Still salty about that. But um, looking at the rest of his lineup, it's still pretty pretty solid. You know, T Boyd, Tyler Boyd, J D McKissick. He has the Dolphins going against Cincy, and then, you know, Derek Yeti in there, and so, um, yeah, 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 um, I definitely agree with this line, um, even if Abdul is to pick up somebody, I, I don't think his, his team's gonna have enough, uh, to, to handle Rob, and so, definitely agree that Rob's gonna win this, so, moving on to the next matchup. Next matchup we have this week is Nick versus Leo. And so the line right now is 81% in favor of Leo. And Leo decided to snag Kirk Cousins compared to Matt Ryan, who's been um, absolutely trash. Uh, he still has Ryan Fitzpatrick stashed uh, with the hopes that he may start with um, Tallulah? Tallulah Lula? I don't know how to say his last name, but the, with the rookie QB uh, still dealing with his thumb, I believe. And so, looking at some of his um, notables, he has Raheem Mustard, who's been set to come back this next week. He has 
Yeah, I think Raheem Mastos and Mike Williams are probably the only people he's changed out. He was able to snag QT QT, Kiki QT, from me after the uh, Fuller news broke. And so, I mean, hopefully, hopefully QT isn't the guy, you know, for my sake. But you know, nonetheless, you know, what we shall see. We shall see. My my sources say that. The tight end Atkins is going to benefit from Fuller being gone, but we, we shall see. We'll see who's going to step up in all this um, lack of targets with uh, Fuller being gone. And so, you know, Nick, he has, you know, Clyde Zerzelaire, who's been okay. He's, he's been all right. He's definitely not worth his draft capital, you know, RB2 at best. He's only, oh, I mean, he's... The, 12th running back for in PPR for this year, so I mean, he's still RB1, you know, he's definitely the, yeah, if I had to guess, he's definitely 12, he hasn't scored a touchdown, I don't think, at all this season, but he definitely has those yards and those carries, and he's still splitting it with, um, Le'Veon Bell, but, you know, nonetheless, he's still doing things, and then he has Duke Johnson, who might not benefit because now that David Johnson's back he might get a big fat goose egg maybe one point at best uh and so he definitely still has uh, Austin Eckler in his uh flex who's definitely going to continue doing great things uh I would definitely want him to throw in Adam Thielen you know to make it a little bit more competitive you know but you know Nick knowing Nick hopefully he does it right before the kickoff, but we shall see. Um, and so I, I definitely agree with this line. We're definitely going to see if Leo is that team as he has the number two spot. And so moving on to the final matchup for this next week. The final matchup we have is Ian, Capital Punishment versus the Real Deal, Ayo, the Ghost himself. Um, as of right now, the Ghost himself has... Josh Jacobs in his lineup, who has today been ruled out, and so hopefully homie fills that spot, you know, he wasn't quick to grab his uh, handcuff, and looking at his roster, I mean, he could plug in Todd Gurley or Jarek McKinnon, so he definitely has depth in that position, and so, I mean, yeah, I don't think it'd be too bad of a matchup, you know, Russell's going against the Giants, who apparently are pretty good at the quarterback at defending the quarterback position and as well as Lamar or Murray Kyler Murray is going against the Rams who is apparently also good against defending the quarterback position um and oh I forgot to mention the line my apologies my apologies trying to stay consistent the line at the moment is 94 percent in favor of Ian capital punishment yeah, I mean, I think because of just the greatness of Ian's team, I I completely agree. You know, like, his team is definitely consistent. And so if his team shows up, it, it shows the absolute fuck up. And so, I mean, we're we going to see if there's going to be another upset with Ian being 10 and 2. I don't even know who he lost against, but you know, hopefully his team can stay healthy as we enter into the playoffs. And so I definitely agree with this line. Hopefully um the real deal AO if you're listening, if you ever listen to this podcast, 
and you're able to fix this before kickoff tomorrow, hopefully you can fix it. But, you know, I, I really don't think it's going to make that big of a difference. But, you know, hey, oh, he did swap out Jonah Smith. He did swap out Jonah Smith for Logan Thomas. Wow. So he does. I don't know. I mean, I guess he's just anti-social. That's crazy. I didn't even notice that he switched him out from last week because Jonah was in his lineup and he did zero points. So interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, I guess that concludes the uh, this week's and fantasy predictions. And so now we're going to move to our final segment, Enter Into the Hunt. And so as we get into our final segment, I mean, this is really just going to be my analysis. You know, we have four teams that are in the hunt at the moment. And with this past week, the top four seeds have been locked. And so regardless of if I win and if Spencer loses or if Real Deal AO wins and Derek wins, um, regardless of the wins, it's really just going to be me and Spencer that are uh, fighting for to keep our spots. And so if I win against Spencer, I think he might lose out. We'll have to see because the points for right now is pretty hella close. Like the real AO is only like eight points back from from uh, from beating uh, Spencer. And so if Spencer loses, that definitely will catapult him out because. Well, not necessarily. He's definitely going to have to have a great game. It's going to have to be super competitive between us. Because if not, then both him, or both the Real Deal AO and Derek are going to be at his heels. You know, but more specifically the Real Deal AO, because he's only nine, eight points from uh, having a better points four. And so that could definitely be the difference in that matchup if I win. And if I lose, I think Spence secures the spot. But even then, the real deal AO would have to win as well, you know, and he'd have to have a better matchup than he'd have to. If the real deal AO wins, I think I definitely would get knocked out. And so it would be Spence in the real deal AO. And then if Derek wins, um, if I win and Derek wins, Derek, okay, so if I win and Derek wins, and he had, and he be, and he's the top scorer for this week. Then he might knock Spencer out, cause then they'll both be seven and six, and then or six and seven. And then if the real A also wins, they'll be six, uh, six and seven. You know, so he's definitely gonna have to come through and have a have an outstanding week in order to win but other than that you know if they both lose then you know me and Spencer stay in even if I win or even if I lose and so it's definitely going to be interesting against considering Derek is playing Louis V you know and so I mean I hate to break it to you real deal but you, you the cards are stacked against you you know especially with you going against Ian I believe oh no you're going against Nick my apologies oh wait hold on yeah, 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 my, yeah. With you going against Ian, the the cards are stacked against you. So, even though you've been silent, I, I mean, it's gonna take a Christmas miracle, man. It's gonna be a Christmas miracle for you to even have a chance if you win, and then I lose, and you just become the top scorer. You'll definitely take my spot, if not take Spencer's spot, and then you'll sneak in at the sixth seed or sixth or fifth seed. 
No, no, you'll definitely, if I lose, you'll definitely sneak in at the sixth seed, and I'll be knocked out because I have the lowest uh, points for out of all the four teams that are in the hunt at the moment. And so, yeah, I mean, it's crazy because when you look at my points for and points against, like, I'm literally, like, six points difference between my points for and points against. So it's literally a 500 team uh, for points against. You know, when you look at Derek, like, yo, like he's been absolutely destroyed in his points against going against everybody. Everybody blows up against going against Derek. And so it's definitely interesting to see how the playoffs will play out going into the final week of the regular season. And so, yeah, this would be the point where I would be interviewing somebody and I'd be transitioning into that. But, you know, nobody's really reached out to me and I really haven't been pestering anybody anybody about it but nonetheless this is going to conclude this week's fantasy podcast and i appreciate you guys that listen so please rate it uh give me reviews give me criticisms i'm gonna try to get these next podcasts out a little bit quicker i know i've been slacking but i had finals and so hopefully i can actually get some um music some transition music some weird jarring sayings and nicknames for people But until then, uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll catch you guys next time.